Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. On Friday, we were uh, giving you updates, certainly talking. It was Friday, right? Yeah, it was Friday. Uh, about this huge industrial fire that happened uh, and, of course, burned for just hours. And, of course, what was burning were all the things that you don't want in a fire, things like, um, you know, lubricants and oils and all sorts of uh, toxins. And of course, when you fight a fire, there's lots of water used and all that water has to go somewhere. And so it goes into the sewers. And so not only are you washing uh, all the stuff and the fire and the embers and the ash and all that stuff, all the chemicals go into the water. And in this case, a lot of the chemicals seeped into Mimico Creek and the Humber River. And of course, then we started to see all the wildlife, like the birds um, and all the little critters coming out soaked in this stuff. So it prompted uh, wildlife organizations to respond to it. The Toronto Wildlife Center certainly has been uh, really busy over the last uh, 48 hours trying to rescue um, these animals, whatever they can, to try to get them back. But certainly uh, the runoff of these things, not generally something we think about, but it does come with a cost. Let's talk to uh, Natalie Carvone, and she's the executive director over at Toronto Wildlife Center. Good to have you, Natalie. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So what to give us a kind of characterize what you have been seeing since that fire and uh, what's happening to some of the uh, wildlife. Yeah, certainly there's a lot of wild animals that have been affected. Um, it seems to be mostly ducks so far that we've been seeing, although we, we did see a heron on Saturday, but it flew off. Um, a lot of the uh, birds that are affected can still fly, and unfortunately, because they, they do need to be captured and treated. So uh, over Saturday and Sunday, we admitted 49 oiled ducks, and our team is back out this morning. We've got reports of 15 more this morning, and we will we'll also continue to comb the areas looking for more on our own. Now, we generally see these um, kinds of commercials for soap, and uh, you know, the duck is getting a bath in the soap, and then it's a nice kind of little story. The, the, the bird goes then free. It's rehabilitated. I don't necessarily think that they like or enjoy that process. What is that process? Well, first and foremost, we have to make sure that the animals are medically stable. And in fact, four of the ducks have already died. I mean, when you get coated in, uh, you know, as you say, all kinds of toxicants, there are there can be all kinds of secondary problems with breathing, with your eyes, that you can have irritation on your skin. And then certainly when the birds start trying to preen this off their own feathers, trying to clean themselves, it's essentially the same as eating it. So um, first we have to make sure that the animals are medically stable, um, which we are doing. Um, and then once they are, or for those that are already, then we're washing them as quickly as we can. And fortunately, the, the washing is going fairly well. The, 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 the stuff is coming off their feathers okay. And the hope is once they're completely nice and clean and waterproofed again, and the area is clean, that we'll be able to start releasing birds back at the area. So they would go back to that same area? Um, I mean, what, what does the cleanup involve of this particular uh, waterway? That's not really so much for us to say. There's many, many um, government agencies involved doing the cleanup. You know, to to our, um, you know, vantage point, it certainly looks like there's a lot going on and, and they're working really hard at it. 
but I, I wouldn't be able to comment on exactly what they're doing and how long it will take. Um, the birds don't need to be released back at that spot, but we have to assume that they might go back on their own mm-hmm. since they were birds that were living in that area, which is why we do need to wait for the area to be clean before we release them. Yeah, and I assume, you know, there's going to be a lot of fish uh, that will uh, perish. There will be animals that perish. You just you can't save them all. Our rescue team that's been on site has has told me they've they've seen literally thousands oh. of dead fish, thousands of dead fish, and and many of them are very very small, of course, like like little minnows or or very young fish, but thousands. It's it's pretty bad. And so, what's the concern? Is that the uh, runoff of this goes into a bigger um, area, and uh, and you start to see? I mean, they'll clean it. Can they get it all out? You know, again, I think that's the question for for these agencies. You know, depending on what kinds of products you're dealing with, you know, sometimes it can seep into the soil or, you know, sink down in the water, which makes it harder to clean up. You know, so it really depends on the product. You know, things like diesel oil, for example, which is a terrible thing to, to spill into water, at least it just sits on the surface. Right. You know, it doesn't doesn't actually sink down to the bottom. Right. And so, you know, here we go, uh, kind of the wait and see of if they can get the area cleaned up. And so this, I would have to think, has put quite a strain on your organization. Yes, certainly. I mean, this is already a a very, very busy time of the year for us. And we, we still do have other animals being admitted all day long who need um, you know, emergency attention. It's Saturday, for example, in the midst of all the oil ducks coming in, we admitted an arrow, uh, sorry, a goose with an arrow right through him. Right. Um, so we, we definitely have lots of other things and, and over 300 animals that were already in care at our hospital. When you see an industrial fire like this, I mean, it's not the first one. They don't happen all the time, thankfully, but uh, they do happen and they're they are always a big, big, big challenge. Did you automatically kind of assume, okay, we've got to get, we're going to be gearing into action. Did you think automatically there's going to be a runoff or was this something that you were alerted to by the community? Well, I mean, we don't we don't automatically think that because we don't know that they're that close to water. You know, when you when you hear a story come up like that, you know, as soon as we start hearing about water um, contaminated water running anywhere, then we we dive on a map and we say, okay, where's where could it be going? And then we we start to. Uh, Really put the feelers out to see if there's affected wildlife. But anytime there's this kind of an accident that's near water, or certainly a water system in this case, not just an isolated pond, that can be a really big problem because you've not only got to deal with the animals affected from the, the the spill, but you have to, you know, as you're alluding to, make sure that it doesn't keep traveling far and wide and just keep going and going. Yeah. Well, no question about it. As you say, they're busy uh, trying to clean it, but. Um... Sadly, it will come with a cost. Well, I know your crew is working uh, very, very hard, so we appreciate you taking time of this, and we'll wish you the very best of luck. Thanks, Natalie. Thank you. And, and might yeah. I just add, yeah. uh, add a little bit of a request? You know, yeah. for anyone who lives uh, lives or spends time in the area, you know, if they could let our hotline know if they are seeing affected animals, um, then uh, that would be quite helpful because some of the birds can still fly. Right. If they see animals with product on them or who are excessively preening, it would be great for us to know about that. So this is in the Mimico Creek, Humber River, but it could be, it could have gone into an expansion. So you want them to call the uh, Toronto Wildlife Centre. That's right. Please do. Appreciate that. All right. That is Natalie Carvonen. She uh, joining us now. Their team working hard up at the Toronto Wildlife Centre trying to uh, save as many animals as they can, certainly, if you can help them out, that would also, uh, would also be great. So that is sadly one of the costs.